Good morning. It's Iowimala, and it's Sunday, June the 13th. And I hope you're having a beautiful day or evening. It's certainly sunny here. Hoping, hoping we have some rain soon. We had just a few minutes of it yesterday, and it seemed to just turn into steam almost immediately. But that's how it is. Um, you know, I'm having um, a hard time uh, letting go of uh, reading from Gil Fronsdale's beautiful book of essays. So here's one. Here's here's one that I I just realized I had picked one that has that same topic as part of the <laughs> as part of the the theme. So it's called Awakening, Awareness Set Free. Or maybe it's Awakening Awareness Set Free. Let go of what's, this is from the Dhammapada verse to introduce it. Let go of what's to the front, let go of what's behind, and let go of what's between, gone beyond becoming, with the mind released of everything, you do not again undergo birth and aging. So, that's a beautiful translation. So that's, uh, that's what awakening is, is just being able to see that we can go beyond being born and dying over and over and over again. So this is awakening, awareness set free. One of the most challenging aspects of Buddhism is its emphasis on the experience of Nibbana, or Nirvana in Sanskrit, a way of knowing that remains unswayed by the shifting conditions of life. Mindfulness practice helps us to connect to our lives honestly and intimately, but beyond that, mindfulness opens the possibility of an awareness that clings to or resists nothing. To experience this possibility fully is sometimes called awakening. Our awareness is often caught up with and controlled by our many preoccupations with the conditions of life. For example, with our health, appearances, social relationships, security, employment, recreational opportunities, and opinions. However, life offers no guarantees that we can completely control these conditions, and if our happiness is dependent on how these are, then we are setting ourselves up for unhappiness. Occasionally, being stripped of our control of these conditions can be a blessing as we are challenged to discover a depth of experience that is independent of such things. Buddhism points to awakening to help us discover aspects of life that are usually overlooked, especially unconditioned awareness and unbounded love. To do Buddhist practice is to discover, appreciate, and strengthen the innate awareness that is independent of gain and loss, praise and blame, pleasure and pain, 
success and failure. Negotiating life's conditions with grace and generosity is easiest when we have tasted an awareness that does not cling to those conditions. We know that space in and of itself is difficult to describe, yet it can be described through reference to the objects that delimit it. Awakening is even more difficult to describe, as it has no direct relationship to the subjective and objective experiences of the world. Awakened awareness has a clarity much like that of a window clean enough to be unnoticed as we look through it. As it is absent of greed, hatred, and fear, it is closely akin to an all-encompassing trust and awareness. As it is free from all forms of conflict, awakened awareness is sometimes characterized as peaceful As it is without clinging, it is celebrated as the portal of compassion. To take the path of awakening is to be dedicated to mindfulness or what else we choose to do. I'm going to read that sentence again because it's really so beautiful. To take the path of awakening is to be dedicated to mindfulness and investigation no matter what happens or what else we choose to do. It is to take refuge in mindfulness, regardless of whether or not we are healthy, employed, wealthy, homeless, in a relationship, and so on. To practice attentiveness regardless of circumstances is to cultivate an open-mindedness in all situations and to notice compassionately and non-judgmentally, where attention is caught or fixated. When mindfulness matures enough that we are refreshed by awakening, then we no longer take the conditioned world to be the center of our universe. The taste of the unconditioned offers a kind of Copernican revolution in awareness. This will naturally cool the fevers of the many manifestations of greed, hatred, and delusion, and the compassionate heart will grow bigger, seemingly to include everything within itself. Well, that's a beautiful definition. That is what... That is what that, uh, when we talk about the awakened heart or the awakening heart, it's just we, we're, we're opening our hearts to move towards this as a reality. And being able to see, I just washed my uh, patio windows <laughs> a day or so ago, and I'm so amazed and delighted with how different is, it is to look through them because with all the dryness, there was just a lot of dust and, uh, you know, stuff on those patio doors. And so after I cleaned them, it was, it just, you know, I think, why don't I do that all the time? Um, Because it's just nicer to look through them. And he's talking about that image of looking through glass. It's so clean that we can't, see anything on it. 
That's how clear. Awakened awareness has a clarity much like that of a window, clean enough to be unnoticed as we look through it. Absent of greed, hatred, and fear, it is closely akin to an all-encompassing trust and awareness, free from all forms of conflict. So that's a beautiful image. That's, that's our being able to have that awareness where we're able to see things without all of those judgments and perceptions and viewpoints and um, greed, aversion, and delusion. So it seems like a worthwhile long-term goal. And we can have it right now. And... Uh, we can have it right now. So that's what we're doing whenever we work with our mindfulness and with our awareness and with um, noticing those defilements within us that choose to be maybe greedy or uh, aversive or angry. Every time we notice those and are able to let them go or just noticing them, um, we get, we, we're moving closer and closer towards that goal. So I just love these essays. Uh, Why don't we sit together? Then we have a sutta study this morning at 11 Central Time, if you can make it. And uh, the information, it's a free class, but it should still be, well, hopefully you have uh, the right information to get in. You need the passcode. I mean, you need the link. So... Uh, It might still be on the Blue Lotus Facebook page, or it might, I may have have suggested something that you don't have the numbers for, and it might be, might have been taken down already. So if you want to join the book group, that's this Monday night. We had three weeks in between one and the other because of the long month. So our book groups are on the second and the third Monday evenings, and in Central Time, it's uh, 5.30 to 6.30. So those you can still go and get. If you want to join the book group, we're reading Bhikkhu Bodhi's The Eightfold Path, The Noble Path to the End of Suffering. And uh, we're moving slowly through it, but we have great discussions, and um, it's it's a wonderful group if you want to join. And uh, you don't have to have read it. You can just join in the discussions. And uh, there you can get, a, it's a free class, but you can get, you can go to the, stay on the Blue Lotus Facebook page or go to the to our uh, bluelotustemple.org for the, and go to the calendar and you can get the information to sign up for the class. So let's sit together. Just let your, you let your body just be attentive and awake. You may be watching this in the morning or in the evening, depending on where you are or when you 
like to tune in. But as we as we're mindful, we are awake. And if you're uh, if you if you're practicing the uh, the good tip for practicing with mindfulness, if you're using a meditation to help you fall asleep, which can really be helpful for people who have trouble going to sleep, you can allow your body to relax when you this instant when you fall asleep. So let your eyes close if that's convenient for you. If you're watching little ones, probably not neat. You don't want to do that. Let your hands just rest with open palms, either face up or face down. Let's be aware and grounded in the body. We can do that by taking a few deep breaths in and out. We want to come to the present moment. That's when we're really grounded, when we're really centered. Let both feet be on the ground. And it also helps if we do a quick body scan to help us feel that that we're in the body. The body is what we're always working with. It's so important for us. It's where all of our senses are located. So just to do a quick body scan, start at the top of your head. We can do skin, bones and flesh. Taking in all of the parts of the body So start at the top of your head, and as you slowly move through your head down to your neck, be aware of skin, bones, and flesh. Down through your neck. and into your shoulders, your upper chest and your upper back, skin, bones, and flesh, down into each arm, upper arm, lower arm, and into your hands. Be aware of skin, bones, and flesh. back into your torso,
down to your hips, skin, bones, flesh. So very quick, fast scan, just helping us feel grounded today in our bodies. Moving through your hips, your pelvic area, flesh, skin, bones, and flesh. And down through your legs, your upper legs and your lower legs, skin, the bones, the flesh, and then to both feet. Lots of bones here. The skin, the bones, and the flesh, all the way through your toes. Then come back, be aware of the body breathing. Be grateful for the breath that life-giving quality that we're so much more aware of now as we're moving through this recovery stage of the pandemic. recognizing and being grateful for each breath we take. And feeling compassion for those struggling to take a breath. So we can just feel that mixture. We can breathe in gratitude and we can breathe out compassion. Gratitude for our own good fortune, our own clean air, our own health, 
and breathe out compassion for those who may be sick or who may just have unhealthy, unclean conditions so every breath they take is, is not fresh air, it's not healthy air. Also be aware that because you're practicing, because you're taking this time to have a quiet mind, a peaceful mind, you're also on a path of awakening. We can feel grateful for that. Just seeing the value in the tranquility of the mind. Just keep doing what you're doing to keep awakening your mind. Let it be a gradual path unfolding for you. Seeing more clearly.
Just let your awareness be gently and very lightly on each breath you take. Each breath in, each breath out. Now you can keep sitting if you can after I uh, do the sharing of merit. So if you have time, just sit a little bit longer and I'll just quietly go away. May everything we do and think and say, may all wholesome beneficial actions be shared with all sentient beings. May peace be with you. May you be happy. May you be content. And may you be at peace. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you Tuesday.